This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, the boys have left, and so it is time for the Thursday podcast from Vegas. What's up, Al? Oh, hi there, Jerry. We were talking uh, at the end of uh, Boomer and Geo show about logistics, like uh, yeah, I heard that was you, there. Yeah, you yeah. know, we're here, yeah. we're we're at this one hotel. Are you getting there? How are you getting from one hotel to the other? How are we getting to the Super Bowl? Right on. How are we going? I, I when I hear logistical stuff, you I check out. I check out. I shut down. I can't do it. Deal with it at the time. No, but even that, like, I don't even want to deal with it at the time. But if, you have to. Yeah, but if it was yeah, when there's a group of people involved, I, oh, I, I gotcha. I forsake all responsibility, and someone else will handle it. Yeah, right. I gotcha. Because if I'm the one who's going to handle it, then I, then I, I don't want anybody. If if the person who's handling the logistics is handling it, yeah. then you can't get upset with them if something doesn't go right or any of that stuff. Oh, true. And, and I'm I'm not good at logistics. Unless it's only for me and, say, one other person. Fair enough. Now, I don't think in this case it's that big a deal. I actually think your logistics are fine. No, my logistics, I, I think the logistics I'm thinking about are Super Bowl logistics. Well, that see, I don't think you even have to worry about that because you got Eddie. If the idea is yeah. to walk to and from. But I don't know. Is that a good idea? That I can't answer. Having walked the a very small portion of Vegas... In the middle of the day, yeah, when sure. the sun was out, yeah, there were a lot of shady characters roaming As around. As opposed to seven p.m., the one thing I would say, yeah, is I do think you'll be walking with tons of people tons of from people. the well from the stadium. Oh, okay, so I don't think it's going to be like you know what time to walk back. You're all alone. You're going to be in. I think it'd be groups that are walking back because parking will be a nightmare. And if you're staying here, I think most people are going to walk. So I don't think it's okay. that big a deal. I think it's if we're getting to, is it safe or not? I think it is because of the event and the amount of people that are leaving at one time. Okay, I see what you're saying. So, so let's say it was a random day in June. Wouldn't suggest with nothing it. going on at the stadium for me to say I'm going to walk from the stadium to my hotel. Probably not a great. You idea. have no idea what you're walking into. Okay, that's a fair point. But in a large group like this, and I mean groups, yeah. I don't think it's a big deal. And then the next morning to me is not that big a deal. You pack up, you take your bags, you call an Uber, you come here, you bring your bags here, and you leave from here. Yeah, my one thing I fear about uh, the Monday after the Super Bowl is the actual warm-up program because 
I'm not sure I'm going to be able to say what even happened in the Super Bowl that I attended. No worries. I, I wouldn't worry about that. You'll be fine because to me about it's going to be more about your experience anyway. Like I suppose. I, you really think we're going to come on Monday morning and break down the Super Bowl, honestly? Maybe if something no, crazy we're goes not. down. Okay, but then you'll remember that because it'll be something crazy. Then here's the other thing. There's the booms. Uh, talking about logistics and things. Yeah. One job I would never be able to do, personal assistant to a celebrity. Not easy. Oh my gosh. Not easy. Matter of fact, we met a guy yesterday. He was the, not the assistant, but the security guard for Drew Barrymore. Yeah. His other client, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, that guy you were talking to? Yes. We took a photo? Great guy. Really? And he saw how crazy it is, you know, dealing with the mobs of people that they have to deal with on an everyday basis. It's hard. And now, talk about being an assistant to that person who's got to handle logistics and appointments and interviews and, oh, by the way, work and try and have some fun without getting, oh, it's got to be awful. Yeah. Yeah. I am just not a logistics person, man. Plus, you're responsible for it then. If you screw up their schedule, it's on you. Yes. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like being in control of something that I'm not ultimately in control of. Understood. So, if like, if they go, Al, you are in control of getting us uh, from uh, the hotel today to the golf course. Right. And we have to be there at a certain time. What if the driver doesn't show up? You're right. Well, and in I that booked. case, it's not your fault, though. Mm. Yes, you booked them. No, but some people mm. will look at you and go, you were in charge of this. Those are a-holes. Deal with it. No, that, those are a-holes. I, you know what? That's not fair. That is not fair at all. So you would not do that? No, 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 no. Not at all. If, the, if I asked you to handle something like that, and it was handled, and you got a note or a text, hey, sorry, not going to make it. I know it's not you. Right. I see the confirmation. All right, now we need to fix it. Yeah. So no, I would not. I would not be high maintenance. The other weird thing about this, about being here, and it's uh, not bad because um, whoever, well, like we're gonna go to breakfast. Yeah, and I'll easily put that on my hotel room because I'll expense that. Sure. all good. But I wonder in life when there are groups of people that go out, mm -hmm. like my sister and her husband, they go out with groups of people all the time. Yeah, you go out with. Groups. I go out with other couples. Yeah, we just went out a couple weeks ago. If it's more than one couple and you're going out with like, let's say you're going let's say out three, with- Let's say three, let's say eight people, four couples. Perfect. Yeah. The only thing I would be thinking about is what happens when the check comes. I think it, so here's what I think. I think it depends on the people you're with. So the, the, the other three couples that we don't really see all that often anymore, but we used to go out with a lot. Pretty much everybody drank around the same didn't really worry about the food because everyone was ordering a meal. No one was, well, your meal was 24 and that was 38. We never worried about that. We would split the bill four different yes. ways. Not a big deal. The one thing, and this is where I say, I think it depends on who you're with. If Kim and I went out with you and Gina and you guys drank water with a slice of lime and, you know, Kim's sucking down Captain and Cokes and I'm drinking whatever. In that case... There is no way I am splitting the bill 50-50 with you. I am looking at what my liquor bill is. And then I'm looking at, you know what? Just give us the 100 bucks for the two meals and the appetizer. I'll pick up the 180 or whatever the case yeah. may be. There are people, and this is funny you bring this up. So I go back to, this has got to be, I'm going to say 2003, 2004. We went on a rare vacation with my parents, Kim and I. And there was another family Big drinkers, great. I mean, great people, but big beer drinkers. So we go out 
I'm like, I guess in 2003, um, almost, I'm 28, 29, not making a ton of money yet or ever, <laughs> but I'm certainly not making a lot. And we, I remember Kim and I budgeted, it was earlier in 2003. It was, it was nine, it was right before we got married. It was 98. So we had budgeted, I remember $250 to spend per day. That was for the parks. If I was playing golf, if she was shopping, whatever. So like night three, we didn't do a whole lot. Well, we spent $100. We had $150 to spend on dinner, whatever it was. We didn't get many drinks. We made sure we kept our number low to 100 We had enough for a tip. The bill comes and everybody's like, all right, each couple of those 260 or whatever it was. And I was like, what, what's this now? Like, I drank Coke. Kim drank Sprite and all these people that, and they just divide and I got burned. Yeah. That happens. That sucks. That does. So then the other thing that you do in those situations, once that happens a time or two, then you start going like, I don't want a drink, but I'm going to have a drink because- Or I'm going to order the porterhouse steak. Yes. Or I'm going to get me a dessert. Yes. Very true. Or a a big appetizer. I'll give you a good one real quick. Me and my two friends, we go to Florida. My one friend at the time was not exactly deep with the pockets, as they say. So we go to a restaurant. He orders, no joke, he orders a water. That's it. Because I'm not hungry. Okay, so me and my other friend, we had a couple beers, we had some food. He ate the scraps off our off our dish. Yeah, the bill comes. He gets up, and my other friend's like, "Uh, you gonna contribute at all? I ordered nothing, but you ate half our meal. I didn't order it. Like you son of a, and he didn't. He didn't contribute at all. No, no, he didn't. It's a ballsy move. <laughs> ballsy pretty, move. It was pretty funny. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, so it's it just that I get that anxiety of. During the meal. Yeah, sure. What are we doing? Yeah, well, I had that the other night. You know, that's why. So the other night we were uh, watching the Rutgers Maryland game. And that was just drinks. No one got food. And then the bill came. You were you had left already. And then the bill came. And before anybody said anything, I said, how about we do this, guys? Everybody look at the check and pay for what you bought. Like no picking this up. Nothing's yes. expensive. Right. So take your wallet out and pay for what you got. And that's what we did. We actually all thought, and I think younger people do this. We're on the uh, older side, but I think like I think like people in their twenties do this, which is where you know Venmo mm-hmm. came in and is really handy because I'll see it for whatever reason. Venmo for some things you see people's transactions, yes. maybe they don't care. So I like see my nieces and nephew and their transactions, and they're recently out of college, mm-hmm. you know. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And you'll see it's like, you know, Venmo, this person uh, for pizza, for drinks, for... And when Venmo first came out, I thought that's what we were going to do as older adults yeah, to go, sure. oh, we all went out to dinner. I'm putting it on my bill. Everyone Venmo me. Yeah. But people don't... Older it, people don't do that. We do in certain cases, especially because yeah. a lot of people don't carry cash anymore. Yes, right. And that's the other hard thing. Sometimes you don't want to ask a waitress to basically divide a bill by four. <laughs> Split this up four ways. Yeah. So we 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 actually do do that from time to time. Oh, okay. Uh, when we were in uh, Myrtle Beach with our baseball team a couple of years ago, that was huge. Like we would go out, there would be 12 families. So like one person would take the bill, put it on the credit card and everybody Venmoed them 
what they had to. Yeah. Very easy way to do it. And then occasionally, and this would happen more often when cash was more of a thing. Yeah. But when you would go out and let's say with a bill came and you were going to be in charge of getting the money together to give to the waiter or waitress. And because you were the one getting the money and maybe you were with people who were not uh, just out of college, so they have some money to spend, all of a sudden you've got way more cash than you need to give to the person. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I got somebody's got to get some of this back or I'm making money on this transaction. I went to dinner and I made money because I was the person in charge of. So I think that happened the other night at the happy camper. Okay. And I think we just gave the wait, the uh, bartender, the extra money. Okay. I think she got like an extra, it doesn't sound like much, but when you think about a tip, I think she got like an extra $18 on a bill that was a hundred bucks. Well, this almost happened. We went to um, the golf the other day, the top golf. Okay. You know, we had Top Golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, people order drinks, food, and the golf itself. Mm-hmm. So at one point, I thought Gio had said, I'll put it all on my card. If you guys want to give the tip, give the tip. Right. And we were like, perfect. That's the way we'll do it. Gio was putting everything on the card and the tip. So we end up handing this uh, woman a good amount of cash for a tip. Yeah. And then looked down and Gio had tipped on top of the tip. Oh, God. We're like, no, 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 no. Because wow. this isn't would be, you know, because you've been yeah. to Top Golf, it adds up. Quickly. Oh yeah, it does. It adds yeah. up quickly. Top Golf's expensive. Yeah, no doubt. You think we'll eventually get to a cashless system? I think we're almost there. Really? I do. Yeah, I do. I think we're almost there with Venmo and credit cards. I'll tell you this: you can't go to an arena anymore and use right. cash. Everything is card and Venmo. You can scan the Venmo right there at the uh, at the counter. What are criminals going to do when they want to mug you in the street? Steal your phone. Or they, or what about this? Use Apple Pay. They hold you up and go Venmo me, yeah, thousand dollars right now. I wouldn't be surprised. What are you gonna do about it, right? I don't know. You'd have to call Venmo and say, "This guy just held me up for a Venmo." Then he comes and finds you. Yeah, because he knows your name now because you Venmoed him. Yeah, and now he can find you. Right. This is what I mean, Jerry. Let's not help them. Let's not help the criminals. You ever you ever deal with somebody who uses not Venmo but Zeal? Zell. Zell. No, but I've been in a situation where someone wanted to pay me by Zell, right? Zell, yeah, by Zell. by Chase. Yeah, like, I don't have it, and it literally took him a month to pay me because that's all he used. Yeah, so yeah, that's a weird one. Like, um, if you're doing anything, like, uh, you could uh, either um, give me cash, uh, Venmo me, or Zell me. Yes. What? Well, the Venmo thing to me has become like Google. Like it's becoming like an adjective. Yeah, that's the, right. Venmo me. Right. Which is it's not. I mean, it's it's a. It's a company and it's a it's a, a, a tool on your phone to pay people, but it's that's become like part of our English language. If you want, just uh, Venmo me the money. That's cool. I owed Big Zoo a couple bucks uh, for some uh, podcast work he did for me. Oh, and, I owe Fliegelman uh, $20. And I oh, said shoot. to Big Zoo, I go, hey, you got a Venmo, I'll Venmo you. He goes, no, I have Zill though. Zell, whatever. It's yeah, like. yeah. I said, you know what? I'm going to, that's the way he likes yep. to get paid. I'm going to do that. It would it take seconds to sign up because yeah. you really just use your phone number. Uh, and And my bank... I have a, like Wells Fargo. I think mm-hmm. it connects through that too. And maybe it goes through all the banks. But uh, once I did, I was like, okay, now I have another option for people. That's good. Because you'll even see that in places like, um, yeah, like if you go to like a, a crafts fair, right? Mm-hmm. The town of Hazlitt is having their Christmas. Spectacular. Spectacular. And there'll be people there, Jerry, selling uh, their wood carving. Yes. So it was reindeer. Mm-hmm. You could Venmo with them cash. How about this one? Tremendous. A couple of years ago, a baseball team 
took a can through a parking lot during a jet preseason game in August. And so they would go and they would see the kids and you, the people would $5, a dollar, some $20, all good. But then there would be some, ah, I have no cash. So our assistant coach who would be was with the group of kids. He would turn the can around. He goes, well, we do take Venmo. Oh, that's the worst. Let me tell you something. They made more money on Venmo than they did cash. It was unbelievable. Because they were guilted into it because they thought, I'm yes. out of this because I don't have cash. And they go, no Venmo. Now, now your excuse is gone. Got to do it. Or they said, and I, do you guys take Venmo? I'm thinking, who's he's walking through a parking lot? <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> Matter of fact. They made more money on Venmo than cash. How about this? If you're a homeless person. At Venmo? Yeah. Like you could still have an account somewhere. I suppose. And if you had a Venmo with a, co- a QR scan mm-hmm. right by uh, where you're hanging out. Help me I, out. I guess. I guess. Maybe that's the next thing we'll see when we're sitting at a bridge that's backed up and people are looking for money. Would you do this? You're at a restaurant, regular restaurant, Jerry. Uh, it's you and your wife. Mm-hmm. You're not divvying up any bills. And uh, the the bill comes and on the receipt that they give you, there's a QR code scan here to pay. Okay. I love that. That'd be great. Scan yeah. there to pay. You do the tip and then it alerts your server that you've paid already. No waiting to get the card, bring the card. Well, blah, 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 they blah, actually blah. have at, I know Chili's does it. I don't know about other places. They have, you can pay right at the table, not even doing that. There's a little tablet. Oh, that's cool. You can check out whenever yeah, you want. And it they know you do your tip, your debit card, and you're gone. Yeah, I like that. And it prints out a receipt for you too. Or you can have an email to your account. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty oh, good. yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, you're right, Jerry. Venmo is now just the thing. Venmo me. Yes, exactly right. You don't say Zell me. No. You Venmo. Venmo. Yes. Hmm. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. Yeah, the warm-up program. Now, tomorrow's Friday. What's your story tomorrow? You're doing the show. I'm doing the show. I'm going to go to sleep. And After I'm gonna, the show? Yes, my flight is at 1.30 tomorrow. 1.30. So we don't okay. have to check out till noon. I'm probably going to oh, leave here around awesome. 11, 11.30. Yes, I got all morning. Yeah. Not and then you bad. get home at what time? A New York my time. My flight tomorrow lands at Newark at 8.50. All right. Not awful. Not awful. I, you know, knowing where the boys are playing tomorrow, it would have been nice to take the overnight flight tomorrow and play, but I just, it's too dicey. The flight gets in at 6 a.m. I got a game at noon. If there's any issue at all, I just, I want to get home tomorrow night and be settled. Would you be worried about a red-eye flight that the pilots are tired? (laughs) Uh, Having flown them numerous times, no, I am not, because there's two pilots up there. There's two pilots. They probably get that shift a lot. They also say flying a plane a lot of day a lot of times is uh, really computerized. Yes, and pilots are there for I've heard that trouble. Too. Yes, like takeoff, landing, and trouble. Uh, so they could probably even doze off. No, no, shifts. let's not doze off. Stay awake, fly, get us home. But I, I've taken that flight back from California. I mean, I a dozen times. And they shut all the lights off on the plane? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What if some tool wants to read and they go, Bleh. oh, that does happen. The the easiest flight I've ever had, and like I said, many times from California, I took that flight and you sleep for much of the way was when I came back from San Francisco from the Boomer and Carton show and I flew home with Sonny and Lucky because they were going home to get well, back were, for you, whatever. Yeah, you went as, you chaperoned them. I did. And so they sat like, I think they were next to me or maybe one was in front of me, one was next to me. They passed out as soon as we got on the plane and I fell asleep and got woken up. I think Lucky was shaking me because we had just landed. It was like, wow, just shut my eyes and we were there. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then turned the radio on to hear our show that we had just taped. 
Oh, right. <laughs> the night the before. Dose, that was a disaster. That was, all, that was all. As bad as this has been in terms of the sleep pattern, this yeah, has been much better. For sure. No question. All right, Jerry, let's do the uh, warm-up program. We'll see you back here tomorrow soon.